It's always been that he's very generous. I mean, extremely generous. There's no good in having anything if you can't share it with everybody. And that has always been his philosophy. But it's the reason everybody wants to be around her, right? She has an energy about her. She lights up a room. She's usually almost always the funnest person at the party. You know what I mean? Whether there's a microphone in her hand or not, she's having a good time. And that's just for me, being able to sit back and watch how she impacts other people is so attractive. In today's social media obsessed world, we all see the successes, the world record breaking, and the achievements of the people we look up to. But what we don't see is what goes on behind the scene. Hosted by power couple Dean and Alana Stott, this show is dedicated to asking difficult questions while discovering the support systems and people behind those we love and respect in media, business, athletics, and high-performance culture. Dean and Alana believe that through honest communication, teamwork, and mutual respect, that anything is possible. Like, there's not a better partner I could choose who's equally as crazy as me because we have a chip on our shoulder to prove people wrong, you know? Uh, and to prove ourselves right. I can go be the face of this. I can go do this. But I don't understand the back end of this. I have to learn business. I have to learn how this works. Many couples in this dynamic are stuck and unable to move forward in an identity crisis. Marcus's energy is so bad. I feel like I need to cleanse my house. Like it is so it's suffocating. And then seeing him 24 hours later, he was as light as air. Yeah. And we literally, I, like, we literally embraced, hugged. I stepped back and I said, this is exactly what the guys need. When we can look behind the scene and learn from each other, we can finally move forward and transform into our fullest potential. Yeah. And, well, and I think, um, sorry, okay. when he was, when they were going to start Trio, which is the, the real estate company, um, we sat at dinner with the other two partners one night and they're not pitching things to me, but they're telling me, and our office space is going to be here and this is going to happen. And we're going to, there's going to be this many, um, cubicles and there's going to be this. And I'm, and I'm thinking, okay, there's three of you, like yeah. what, who, where's the money coming from? And I, and I spoke up and said, you know, that sounds crazy to mm -hmm. me. Like, I'm really thinking, I thought you guys were starting in this really small space with just the three of you and you were really going to build this out. And eventually a few years down the road, when you built this, then you'd be at this level that yeah. you're talking about starting at. And, um, the, the, one of the guys looked at me and said, Oh, it's cause you don't have a business mind that you don't <gasps> understand. Yeah. That went over like a lead balloon. And, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. and I kind of went, and I like looked at Matt and I thought, Okay. And I, and I remember leaving and saying to him, we're going to, this conversation is going to come back to us one day. Yeah. This conversation is going to come back because I'm, I'm being rational and the three of you are not being rational. And you, at that time, he was like, you're just being a downer. You know, you're, mm -hmm. you're like really trying to like, you know, why, why aren't you trying to build us up? And I said, no, I'm just, this doesn't sound right. You know, it just yeah. doesn't sound right. And of course, we bring it up. Yeah, I've brought it up. a lot of hassle if I were to listen to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he so said. So you didn't listen. No, I didn't. they did and, not you listen. Know, I, I remember, I remember the conversation like it was yesterday. And yeah. uh, I remember turning to her 
when we got in the car on the way home and obviously we were discussing it and I said, I didn't say that, you know, you don't have an eye for business, but I, I had said something to the effect of, um, you know, you, you don't, you don't, this isn't what you do every day type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I kind of reinforced what that other person had said, which is a bad move on my part. Mm -hmm. And really, I think that, you know, if you look at, it's not just our relationship, but if no. you look at, I mean, how many times do, this is, this is like, I remember episodes of TV. You remember the, the show, The Honeymooners? I, I don't know. You know, no. it's, anyways, this is back in the, but you know, you look back at like TV sketches where the husband comes home with a great big idea and the yeah. wife's like, are you crazy? You know what I mean? And okay. Yeah, so yeah. it was very <laughs> similar to that, you know, and then and the husband, you know, the natural response, you know, in me was. I'm going to show her wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to yeah, show yeah. her that we can do this. And, you know, that's just maturity, I think, you know, uh, maturity, not just of age, but maturity of relationship, maturity of, you know, I always tell people now when I when I talk to folks on my, on my team and people say, you know, what's the mess, recipe for success? And I say humility. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Humility, number one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I never understood what humility was, and I never certainly practiced humility mm -hmm. in those early days. And now it's kind of, like how I am, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, a, a lot easier, um, today to swallow some of those conversations mm -hmm. and, and look back. I'm glad we're looking back. Yeah, and it's yeah. not, we're still yeah, dealing with it. We, we, when that gets brought up, which is not all, I, it's not like I bring it up all the time. If I remember that time, I told you so. No, but there, we've had moments where yeah. people have asked questions cool. of us like, Oh, so how, you know, whatever happened. And, and I, and we've said this and he'll, he'll bring it up. Like, if I just would have like stopped what I was mm -hmm. doing and and listened to what she was trying to say because she mm -hmm. wasn't trying to, you know, emasculate me or or yeah. us or bring us you know you know bring us down and yeah. and make us feel like just more of another perspective. Mm -hmm. um, so now he's able to say, hey, you know, this happened at office today or this is happening yeah. and I'm trying to figure out what to do and I'm and if I'm able to give my well you know this is how, what it sounds like to me and mm -hmm. he's able to say okay all right you know I actually that makes sense I just would have never thought of it now way. I just take her ideas and make it my own yeah, 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 yeah. well he does like to do that cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I have this great idea to the team and yeah. I'm in the background like yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, I need to. I have some great ideas, and before I've left the room, Alana's already trademarked it. I'm like, right, 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 exactly. Yeah. But I can actually relate to a little bit that when I left the military, obviously Special Force knew nothing about business and entered this world of private security. And I used to go to meetings in London and meet these experts who I thought were experts. And I would come back and say to Alana, yeah, but these guys are the experts. Say no. And Alana would do the same. She'd offer me advice, and I didn't really appreciate. Actually, Lana knew that it was just trying to take advantage of me and use my skill sets and, and things like that. So we, there was occasions that we, I, I did that in the past. It was only now that I learned through but I think that's my own errors. Comes experience and experience, then, yeah. um, maturity. You know, as you say, you learn from any failures. It's the same thing that now I, back then I would almost be like, why is he not listening to me? I know this guy is going to do this or I know this guy is going to do this and it would happen again. But I kind of built up a bank of saying, well, I told you about that guy. I told you about that guy. I told you about that guy. I was right all those times. So why are you saying I'm wrong this time? He's going to do the same. He's doing the same as them. So now I'm able mm -hmm. to actually be a bit more like I've got the examples in the past. Um, but it was, I guess, frustrating when you can see somebody, because somebody like Dean will do anything to help anyone. Mm -hmm. And these people see that and then mm -hmm. they'll, they'll take advantage. So now I've got to the point where I've 
um, I've earned my stripes, I guess, uh-huh. to be able to uh-huh. say you will listen to me this time. I, I'd come from uh-huh. a sorry. I come from a culture where, in the special forces, you have to trust everyone around you. If you don't trust them, you're going to die. Yeah. So I come from a society where everyone is there to help each other. Alana comes from the corporate world. So when I left the military, I was at. Well, everyone's out to help each other. And she's like, ah, yeah. really? Well, you know, and, and I, and I, I learned the hard way a few times. And, and going back to the gentleman from, from Trio when he made that comment, we, we do it now quite easy. There's a couple of people that make comments who don't understand the dynamics of our relationship mm-hmm. and our business. And, you know, they may make a comment about land. I said they cut out straight away because they're like, mm-hmm. they've shown no respect to A, my wife or my, my business partner, but that's come. That's come with time. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I can relate <laughs> completely yeah. to, to mm-hmm. what you guys are just saying. I think mm-hmm. you just, I, you know, I was always coming from the, the, the mindset of, you know, look what I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help build this for our family. You know, this yeah. is for us. This is for, you know what I mean? And only seeing what could be. Yeah. And she was seeing, you know, what what's happening. Right. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's where, you know, you got to sometimes you know, flush those ideas uh, yeah. out of your head a little bit. And I think, as you've said, you 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 can trust her to run the place you live, raise the children, mm-hmm. you know, raise your legacy. Mm-hmm. I guess. So I guess for for anybody else that's listening, like if you're having that moment, think about who that person is you're speaking to and how skilled they are yeah. in all the other areas. Yeah. Why are they? Well, and to be fair too, now if you if you were talking about instances where the idea was shit in her mind and mm-hmm. couldn't be executed, you know, wasn't time timing was off, whatever. But what I've what I've noticed over the years, in particular with TriSource, is when ideas are being presented, because I've built trust with her, in TriSource started in this matchbox of a size office, mm-hmm. and now has uh, you know grown into you know multiple sites and you know hundreds of thousands of square feet of space where people are occupying. And you know, I talk about I get the question a lot about um, you know what do you think about a CEO, and I think about you know, the amount of people we have on the team times three to four is who I'm responsible for every day, who we're mm-hmm. responsible for. And I roughly placed about 10,000 people that yeah. rely on the research family to make great decisions, right? And for a tri-source and for the company. And, uh, you know, n- you know, for us personally, um, it's great because when I come to her and say, hey, we're opening an office here. She has no questions asked, right? She doesn't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't question a thing. I mean, yeah. we talk about it, mm-hmm. but you know, if I say we're making an investment in this, I think she, you know, over the last fifteen years, she's seen. Okay, this thing has legs and the proof of concept, and you know, we we're you know, we all we joke that you know about you know the old days, but that's nice for me mm-hmm. to know yeah. that hey, I've I've come over that hurdle mm-hmm. of you know an mm-hmm. idea being just something. You know, well, that's had a lot of ideas. I mean, (laughs) 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 we've talked about like two right now, but there have been multiple ideas. There have been multiple ideas where I'm like, um, okay. I don't even bring them up now. I just, uh, I I used to come back from from some security tasks. And and the problem is I I left Alana alone on her own for too long. I come back and we would have a whole list of these great ideas. And and, and some of them came to fruition and some didn't. But I think Mm -hmm. you have to. But that would be the interesting question. How did you deal with, did you shoot them down or did you discuss them? Did you support them? How did you deal with the multitude of ideas? There's always a discussion behind the idea. Um, what? She shoots them down like a 50 usually there, there is a discussion, but in the discussion, usually within my second, third, fourth question of, 
so how is this going to be? And what have you thought about this? And what would happen to this if we did that? And if we did mm. it this way, he he kind of went, and by I'm that time get back to the you. idea you know, looks like, like a slice of Swiss get, cheese. Yeah, yeah. Like there's so many it, holes yeah. Yeah. in this idea that mm-hmm. that he kind of goes, I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that. I'm gonna come back to you on that <laughs> idea. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And then there's another idea, you know, and then and then it's like, oh, okay, well, what about this? And and have you thought about what you would do if this happened? And and have you thought about this situation? And then he'll be, okay, I'm going to come back to you then yeah. on that yeah. situation, you know, on that idea. So there have been a lot of ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just. Well, the great part about this yeah. is now I kind of keep the ideas to myself nowadays because I'm pretty <laughs> occupied. But it's fun, funny to watch. My son is like me, right? So my son looks yeah. like her. Yeah. My personality. The Absolutely. daughter looks like me. Her personality. Yes. Good. So Absolutely. now she's dealing with all over again another Matt. You uh, know what I mean? In terms of, hey mom, I got this great idea. What do you think? You know, <laughs> yeah. say, oh my God. It's like, you know, listening to me, mm. you know, yeah. twenty. Well, she said the ago. experience. Yes. Yeah. Now she knows but exactly. I think it's, it's it's good, especially when it comes to kids. It's something that I preach constantly that we listen to every single one of them. I mean, I think at the moment, Tommy is a zookeeper and a guitarist. He's yeah. going to do do both at the same time. Okay. And great, let's talk about it. Let's talk about how that works. Molly wants to start a business, so we'll talk through the stages of yeah. never would I shoot down their ideas. As in, if I did need to shoot it down, I'd do exactly the same. Well, let's talk about it. Let's go through mm-hmm. that. Maybe that bit could change. Maybe until the point that she'll give that up. It's just not a great yeah. idea, but... Um, I do hear so often, especially amongst some of the wives that I speak to, who will be, he's had a stupid idea. I told him he's an idiot. I told him, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that's not the rest of communication yeah, yeah. to make him feel that small. It's not a good idea. Words are powerful. You know, my opening, my presentation, I tell him my dad told me it last two minutes, you know, but that was my driving force. But, uh, yeah, Alana used to have some, some, some weird and wonderful ideas. I would still listen. I would never say anything. And then, We'll probably never hear, never hear him again. Those that you did want to do, you you, you took forward. Um, well, I think some of them were. Like, I, I remember during COVID coming downstairs and saying, "We're yeah. moving to America," yeah. and Dean was yeah. like, "Aren't what? we in the middle of a pandemic?" Yeah. <laughs> no, let's do yeah. it. And and I, I I believed her when she said she was going to do it. I thought, okay, you know, we'll just, me and the kids will just follow you. So and here we are, yeah, in the US. But the um, try source. I've I've seen. I obviously came down met you guys or the management team what, what has been i've got my own i think i know the answer to this anyway what has been the success of trisource do you think so uh you know from for me the the success is that we've had we've had uh a lot of you know short-term midterm yeah you know success stories um i i think that to today you know to see the impact that we've made in in the you know our part of the world that we serve you know Central America Mexico, um, you know going from you know one really small location to seven and the quantity of people I just mentioned that we're responsible mm-hmm. for, um, you know my goal as, as CEO for Trisource is to have our team develop professionally, personally, and and uh, financially, right? Yeah. And so when I see things or hear things like. Hey, you know, uh, a teammate in Nicaragua just bought their first house as a result of this job. You know, one thing that we've done is we've tried to be a premier employer of choice mm. um, in in those markets. You know, typically between twenty five and thirty percent higher wages, along with just the way that our culture is is different than you know what you would expect in in those types of work environments. Um, but when they say things like that, or hey, my, you know, um, we have a lot of husband and wife teams that you know 
are part of Tricer's yeah. and different different campaigns and things like that. And that results in them achieving things like first car purchases, first home purchases. Um, you'd be able to send their kids to private school. You know, that's a, a big, um, uh, big thing for us. And so we just actually ran a statistic the other day during musings with Matt. I was telling you that we do once a month and we did uh, um, just in the senior leadership team, 35% of the team had achieved that goal um, as a result of starting with TriSource. So that's a big number. You think 35% mm. is on the lower spectrum, but when yeah. you talk about, you know, that asking that question and, and what that impact that that makes on, on them, it was, uh, it was awesome. So, you know, we have successes like that, which, you know, once you build a business to a certain size and scope and scale, I think the, the leadership and my vision starts to shift into things that I'm describing there. Yeah. Um, but certainly, you know, we're competitive as all hell, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be the premier um, nearshore supplier of services in our outsourcing industry. And, you know, being able to um, compete and, and bring on great clients like we've been able to do, that that motivates me and it excites me and excites our team. You've met yeah. Jeff and, you know, you know how he is. And, yeah, you yeah. know, so, you know, we're, we're bringing on some really, really good household names that uh, and doing great work for them. So that's a success. Um, so the culmination of, um, I think the business scale meeting the humanitarian effort mm -hmm. is really, you know, the in my mind, the the, the collision of success yeah. for us. One of the things you mentioned earlier, which I, I, I can relate to and I really um, appreciate you saying it, is obviously I've traveled with me and Alana traveled world, we see different cultures. Um, and you know, so a lot of people in America, I was on a podcast last week and the gentleman there talked about his friend who was in Kuwait, but he just assumed. It was a terrorist-run country because of what you've seen on TV. You know, mm -hmm. people's perception of some of these third worlds and these other countries is is these people, you know, may not be as bright as you, but mm -hmm. you've identified, and what I like about Trisource is your talent pool mm -hmm. is in these countries mm -hmm. and your team is a reflection of you. You're only as good as your, your support network. So what I love here is the fact that you haven't sourced in the US, you have sourced um, local mm -hmm. and, and identified that they are just as good, if not better, than the, than the, the talent pool here. And the yeah. second one I, I wanted, I picked up on when I was speaking with you guys was, was that leadership team relationship. It felt like mm -hmm. a family. It mm -hmm. didn't feel, feel like there was a hierarchical system within there. Um, mm -hmm. we we're all temping bowling in the evening and, and things mm -hmm. like that. And that's why I thought was potentially the one of the successes of TriSource as well. It was, it wasn't a job. It was actually a family, family relationship. Yeah. Well, and that's funny because the way he answered that question is completely different than the way I would have answered the success of Trisource. I'll let you answer and I now think then. the <laughs> success of Trisource is really um, at the top of it is Matt and the fact that Matt has a heart of gold. And I will say that to anybody. Mm -hmm. Matt, when we met, was rough around the edges. And when we bought, we've said this before, he was really rough around the edges. And I remember my friend saying, you're going to date that guy? Yeah. <laughs> And, and I remember saying, but the guy is the nicest guy I've ever met. His heart, like you just can't, you have to, like when you get to know him, hmm. you'll understand there's a heart of gold there and he's funny as hell. So, I mean, he's going to like entertain me forever and love me forever. You know, how, what else do you want from a person? Yeah. You know, a person who's got not just looking out for himself and therefore who he's surrounded himself with he does treat like family and some of them are our family and therefore 
there's a symbiotic relationship of Matt is never going to let Trisource fail because he would let down so many people that he could never imagine that happening. But the people that are there to support Matt are never going to let Matt fail. And therefore, it is a family. You know, my sister is one of the directors and she is 1000% going to be, you know, gung-ho Trisource because she would never let Matt down. And yet Matt would never let her down because she relies on us and on Matt. And therefore, there's a good relationship there. A lot of people are like that for us at Trisource. These are, half of them are our best friends. And people like our HR person, Heather, who was a teacher, an elementary school teacher, and she kind of was in a weird spot in her life of, I I need to do something else, you know, but I've done what I wanted to do with with teaching, but I need to do something else. And Matt really, in getting to know her, we've, we've been friends with Heather for 15 years, 15 years, 18 years, something like that. And she's so smart and she's so driven. And Matt was like, I could use her at Trisource. I know all of her skills. We're going to use her at Trisource. And she is 1000% invested in Trisource. And her husband, Tony, is now our director of Wicked Chicken. And, you know, it's, it's like that for us. You know, Jeff is, I, we, we met, met Jeff Lamaze at Lamaze class, class when yeah. we were pregnant. <laughs> so with, we were okay. each pregnant with our first sons. And I became really good friends with his wife, Rachel, who mm. I had lunch with last week. And, you know, we're going to their second son's graduation party. And it's just, we have this relationship with everyone at TriSource, mm. the management team, where they are our family. They are our closest mm. friends in our family. And they love us. And they love Matt. And Matt looks out for them. And therefore... The success of Trisource is that it's a family. Mm-hmm. And even if you just came on, um, some, you know, obviously we're high, we don't just hire our friends and family, but when you come on, we want you to feel like you're part of, yeah. we're, we're including you in this family. And therefore we go, we want to do retreats and we want to go bowling with everyone and we want to get to know everybody. We want to throw them baby showers mm-hmm. when they're yeah. pregnant. And, um, you know, this, this is the, the feel of Trisource. And to me, that's the success. Yeah. Because of, you know, it's really interesting when you when you say that um, a few of the people that we spoke to in the, the in behind the scenes, there's there's a similar feeling amongst that that when the couple are involved in the running of the business, the business almost becomes like a family dynamics. Mm-hmm. And I guess even if you went really deep into it, if you look at countries that are more run in that manner by husband wife family all getting involved mm-hmm. compared to not to throw you under the bus, but Putin, you're not doing very well doing it on your own. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe you could have some, right. some yes. somebody there supporting. It could almost translate throughout sure. the different, mm. having mm-hmm. that family dynamics embedded into the culture mm-hmm. is what mm-hmm. makes this success. But it was, it was something I felt, I was only there the day mm-hmm. and then we went to Tempin Bowling mm-hmm. and, I, and just from an outside looking in, I said, this isn't your normal company. I've, I've spoken to some big Fortune 500s and, mm-hmm. you know, you can see, there's a hierarchical, there's a tier right. system. It didn't feel like that. It felt like I just joined, just stumbled in on the local bowling team. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was very competitive. I was that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, you the did say was, the competitive. Yeah, we were really competitive. I was that. Yeah. Gee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I am. I am yeah. very competitive. But we had bowled the previous year. And therefore, there was a little rivalry. Oh, okay. Some of us who, mm. you know, didn't win the year before got second place. And, 
Yeah. 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 I, it's all I, in I could sense it in the room. I was like, pressure's on. So I, <laughs> I, I got myself to the periphery and was, was just on the outside lane. Don't want to bring any attention to right. myself. Um, I always like to ask strengths and weaknesses as well, but I like, Matt, are you able to tell me what Wendy's strengths and weaknesses are? I can tell you your strengths. So probably won't let me tell you her weaknesses. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, strengths. I mean, uh, obviously, um, you know, I, I look at I look at you know her. She has a a soul that is uh, uh, is unbelievable, you know, and uh, you know her the caring um, side of her, the um, you know the inclusivity side of her, the you know some of the some of the weaknesses are her greatest strengths, if that makes sense, right? Is that the, yeah, like, yeah. the yeah. Switzerland at times Switzerland drives me bananas, right? <laughs> but it's the reason everybody wants to be around her right she has an energy about her she lights up a room um you know uh she's usually uh almost always the funnest person at the party you know what i mean uh whether there's a microphone in her hand or not um she's having a good time and and that that's just for me being able to sit back and watch how she uh, uh impacts other people is so attractive right it's uh the moment i met her uh she was barefoot in a sundress with a, a beer in her hand and i was like <laughs> That's that's it, and uh, you know, it was game over for me. And so, you know, those types of uh, uh, things, uh, seeing her with our kids, um, the strengths that that, that she has, um, you know, guiding them, and 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 uh, the example that she sets. You know, one of the things that we didn't mention earlier is that you know, part of her um, role um, as uh, you know, PTA and wall of volunteering is that we were the coolest parents on campus everywhere the kids went because she was there always. Right. And you think of kids that they, you know, they get out of the car. Don't I want to see you they slam the door and they run. <laughs> right. Like she would walk down the halls and the kids, hi mom. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Not care. And that's rare. And I'm yeah. talking about, you know, mm-hmm. elementary school all the way to high school, mm-hmm. you know? And, and uh, so for me, that's a strength of, you know, the, um, the way that she has positioned herself to be influential, not only in our family's life, but also influential um, in in everybody that she comes across. Now, let's get to the weaknesses, which is really important. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you know, it's funny. We joke about it. Um, uh, she likes to be right. You know, yeah. let's be honest, right? She likes mm-hmm. to be right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that I can count on less than one hand the amount of arguments that I've won in 27 years. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, and you were uh, wrong in every one of them. That you were. I, I, well, according to her, the scorecard, yeah. yeah, if we had a scoreboard, it's, uh, were you wrong? Or was it was just easier just to give up. I think, I think there's some, well, there's both, right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been wrong plenty of times, but, uh, I think that, uh, I've also maybe caved a little bit, uh, just, uh, for the, for the greater good. Because you wanted to go to bed and not sleep. Exactly. Just, just, just higher priority. Yeah, it's higher late, priority. It's I'm going to bed. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But, uh. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I, like I said, you know, the the weaknesses side of things, um, you know, I think the, the the strengths far outshine any any of the of the weaknesses that. Uh, Does she praise herself enough? What's that? Does she praise herself enough? Uh, no, like she's she's uh, that's the other thing, other strength. She's very humble, right? Mm-hmm. Like very, you know, doesn't not a look at me, show me. Or look what I have. None of that, you know. And that's again. And, and the number one thing I will tell you: the, the number one strength is loyal. This person is foxhole, like foxhole loyal. That's and that to me, 
is why, you know, we go back to earlier on. I said, you know, we're never going to break up. We're going to talk through it. We're going to get through it. That's not an option. It's not an option to break up. And uh, uh, that loyalty is rare in society, right? You know, very, very rare. And so for me, you know, I do everything I can to make sure I don't fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That makes sense. Same to you, Wendy. Right. So, so, like I said, I mean, (laughs) no, his greatest strength has always been his heart. And I have said that from the day I met him, his greatest strength has always been his heart. It's always been that, um, he, he's, he's very generous. I mean, extremely generous, Matt, there's no good in having anything if you can't share it with everybody. Mm. And that has always been his philosophy. Even if if you were like, yeah, I really like that shirt, he, he'd either get you one just like it or just take it right off, you know, and say, I think I have a t-shirt in my car. I'll just, you do that now. I'll just give I it like that shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's, that's just who he is. He's generous to a fault. You know, my my mom had a cracked windshield last week and she's like, my, you know, this rock hit me on the freeway. And he's like, how much is it? And, yeah. you know, literally pulled out his wallet and said, here, this is, you You don't have it to fix. You know, you don't dig into your savings for that. I'm going to just pay. My mom's like, no, no, I've got it. I've got it. And he's like, you know he's just that's who he is um and it's for everyone from so when you say to a fault um is that a figure of speech or is it sometimes well it can be in that you know it's a it's a catch-22 right where like there's the druggie on the street and they need money and and matt doesn't think twice to hand him you know hundred dollar bill fifty dollar bill twenty dollar bill and i'm like babe like yeah. why don't we go in the store and get him some food and then and he's like you know what it's not our business like the guy needs something mm. and just hand him the 20 and let him figure out what he needs to do for himself it's not my place to judge and so then i say it's kind of to a fault because you think i i think i want to feed the guy i want to mm. feed the guy i want to go in let's get him a bottle of water and let's yeah. you know let's meet a different need for him mm-hmm. and matt is more like it doesn't matter. You, it's not for us to judge what his need yeah. is. Let's just give him the 20 and, and walk away, mm. you know. And he's been like that since he had no money mm-hmm. to give. It's always been, let me see what I can give this guy. Do we have any change in the glove box? Like, And I'm going like, we are, you know, I'm clipping coupons. <laughs> and and, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's an honest, it's not a joke. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm clipping coupons and I'm trying to figure out when kids eat free so that maybe we could go out to dinner on Tuesday because the kids are going to eat free and we don't have to spend a lot of money. And and then, you know, the guys, the guys that, you know, the homeless guy's getting the $5 that I'm like, you know, yeah. I want to help yeah. him, but let's, can we just buy him a burrito for a dollar yeah, instead yeah. of giving him a five, you know, that kind of thing. So extremely generous, extremely um, good, good heart. Um, he's a great dad. You know, he's mm. just an amazing, amazing dad. Um, we're good cop, bad cop in our house. Definitely. I am bad cop. He is always <laughs> going to be good cop in our house. It's, yeah, we look at each other. We're relating to yeah, yeah, He's completely. definitely good cop. And I think my son would lay down his life for his dad because he has made it his mission to make sure that all of his dreams are met. And, mm. and it doesn't matter if he's worked 80 hours a week. If the kids got a game on Saturday, he's going to be at the game somehow, Mm. some way he is going to be there, you know, and, um, where I might be like, okay, you know, um, he's got a game, but then we've also got this and we've got to figure out and we make it work. Mm. We for sure make it work, but 
you know, he's going to be number one fan. We always say number one fan till the end of time. Always. Um, Weaknesses. Oh, there's plenty. (laughs) (laughs) No weaknesses. I think um, for a long time, I think it was really hard for Matt to trust that other people in business were going to do what they are supposed to do. Mm. And it was a one man show for a long time. Mm. Um, and I think it is just now that he's, you know, within the last probably three to four years, I would say that he's figured out that other people can do the job that he can do. And That's if you hire delegation, terrible, yeah, terrible I, I delegation. That, yeah. Yes. He's a terrible, I think it says a skill that very few have mastered. I think, well, I, think you, I think you have a standard. Yes. And you don't think people can meet that Absolutely. standard. Right. You know, I, my presentation is unrelenting pursuit of excellence. You do it to the best of your ability. And I would struggle when I was in the military delegating mm-hmm. because I'm like, well, that report, it's got my name on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's mm-hmm. a reflection of me. So, yeah, I can relate yeah. completely to that. And that's why we're having mm-hmm. so many kids so we can mold them. Right. Yeah. 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 That's yes. right. That's it. Yeah. Yes. And, and I think there's, um, he's a dreamer which can be a good thing, but can also be a weakness. Because like I said, there have been a lot of ideas and dreams that you're like, oh, okay, let's <laughs> let's bring it down a little bit. Where it's worked out in some ways. And then, then in some ways I'm like, mm, that was a pipe dream. We already, mm. you know, I kind of tried to tell you that. Mm. Um, so that that's probably, I would say, some of yeah. the weaknesses. Yeah. So the, um, obviously we have fifty percent of the family here. I think we need to obviously mention yeah. Jared and Giselle. Mm-hmm. Is Giselle um, so she's starting uni now? Is she? She will start in August. In August. August. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What's she studying? She right now psychology. psychology. That's her yeah. idea right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd be quite interested to see that. If a few years down the line, if she came and she says she's met this amazing guy, complete dreamer, uh, amazing <laughs> dude, and she uh, she wanted to go down that same path, how would you? If he, we've always said this, if and we've said it to both of our kids. If you ever can be in a relationship where, if I, I will say to Giselle, if anybody ever loves you the way Dad loves me, you're fine. You're going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know, and we say it to my son, like, if you can find a girl who loves you, he says, the way mom loves me, you're going to be great. You're going to be in this. And we're very affectionate around each other, around the kids. Um, we've never held back on any of that. Like, we we hold hands. We we kiss goodbye. We kiss Grope. goodnight. We say, we yeah. say, I love yeah. you all the time. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a groper, constantly trying to grab <laughs> something in front of the kid. The kids are like, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got Molly, who's a ill. You guys are disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we've got Tommy, who actually gets he doesn't <laughs> like dad touching yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Like that. Mm. Jealous. Yeah. My daughter thinks one of us is dying of cancer, or one of us is going to have a near death soon. Why do we keep showing emotion? Oh right. my gosh. But, yeah. But I mean, it's key to show them, show them that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, you know, as long as she's doing what she makes her happy, mm. if they're both. And they can do it. I mean, obviously, you can't just everybody gives up something and you yeah. just walk around and we're supporting you. You know, yeah. that's that's not okay. But you meet yeah. who you meet, and if that's mm-hmm. the person who loves you that way, then 
go for it. I'll wait you, for, you I'll wait for Matt to uh, give me a couple of names to do right. background. That's right. Background yeah. Background yeah. Background yeah. 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 Well, she sure. has her first, guy, Aldi. She has her first boyfriend only since like two months now. February. Okay. Yeah, since February. She has her first boyfriend and... Um, she she walked in the house one day and she said, I just had my first kiss. And Matt said, no, yeah. we are not doing that in this <laughs> no. house. Yeah. Uh, we are not talking about anybody uh, kissing you. It is a complete double standard. I understand if Jarrett walks in here and wants to tell me about who he's been kissing, I'm all about listening to Jarrett. <laughs> oh. If you start talking about some guy kissing you, I will punch <laughs> yeah. him in the face the next time I see him. We are not doing that. Yeah. Uh, Oh. So. And 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 Jarrett's um, you've went, you've touched on it already mm -hmm. about the soccer. Mm -hmm. He's not just any soccer player, is he? Yeah, I mean he he started up uh, uh, playing soccer at a, at a young age, and uh, you know, uh, but all the way up through uh, the academy system here in the U.S. And then um, he, uh, uh, you know, was the reason why we went to Italy to to live as a family. Yeah. Um, which was a, a great experience and, uh, you know, to watch him follow that, um, you know, it's funny, he's, he's been graded a couple of different sports, you know, in okay. soccer and then uh, football also, he's a kicker and, uh, his, same thing, isn't it? Soccer and football. Uh, same thing in, in, in terms of, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, so he's, he's got two passions that he's, he's really, uh, um, you know, good at both and, uh, mm. you know, exploring, exploring the, the best route to, to, to take, uh, uh, full throttle but he he he's uh fun to watch you know what i mean yeah. and like wendy said the uh being his biggest fan is uh uh you know it's been something and i think as a dad you know and and you know you're you and being a former athlete myself you know you you, you try to provide the bumpers uh for the experience and, and mm -hmm. the time that they don't make the same mistakes that you did and and uh you know guide them down the right the right path to uh take advantage of opportunities and and best position in them. So we've done, you know, both Wendy and I, um, I think a, a pretty good job of, for both of the kids, uh, getting them to places and, and being able to, you know, um, play the sports that they love. My, mm -hmm. my daughter's a soccer, loves soccer as well. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, those are the two, uh, two sports, soccer and uh, American football that yeah. kind of, you know, uh, we talk about routinely at the house. And, oh. and you recently went to Italy. Yeah, I did some, uh, some, uh, trials out in Italy and, uh, uh, really, really, uh, good, good opportunities as a result. So he's, um, taking a look at that and uh, come to a decision point, uh, in, in July timeframe. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And what's his, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the soccer team? What's the preferred team in the, uh, in the Risa household? Uh, in terms of, you know, for the longest year, he grew up a, a Ronaldo fan. So Real Madrid has been uh, plastered around the yes, house for definitely. years and years. And from yeah. a football perspective, it's the, uh, the 49ers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a Chelsea man myself. Yeah, I was, okay. as long as you didn't say Liverpool, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So, yeah, no, no Liverpool, but. Yeah. And um, are we are we coming up to like kind of empty nest almost then? With without, yeah. Oh wait, what's next then? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, August, what's next? August is. Uh, Cool. I keep saying he, he he keeps saying he's going to put me in his pocket and just I get to travel <laughs> now wherever he goes, I go. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're both going to be at San Diego state. So that's actually very convenient mm. that they'll both be there, you know, so long as that works out for Jared the way he wants with sports mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, it's easy to visit. 
Um, but I don't want to be the mom that's like, I'm here again. I told my daughter for a long time I was going to be life of the party. Like Melissa McCart- McCartney goes oh. back to she goes back to college as a mom and yeah. you know joins the, the same sorority as her daughter. So I keep saying, Hey, you want me to come back? Oh, I can get yeah. my master's now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll all be there together. Go Aztecs. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I I do a lot of the volunteer stuff for for Trisource. Yeah, she's uh, the head the, of the vibe, the vibe committee. Chief vibe yeah. officer. Chief vibe so officer. We, vibe we call committee. it. Yes. What's the vibe committee? The vibe committee. Uh, they are responsible for all the cultural uh, events that we do, like uh, all the holidays for all the teammates. So, well, didn't you describe what you? Um, it, it's a mixture of things. It's some of the give back to the community stuff. Mm-hmm. So, for example, on Saturday, we just did Relay for Life through the American Cancer Society. Yeah. Um, so we all, you know, we we got some of the team together and raised about $5,000 mm-hmm. to, to donate to the Cancer Society. And then we did a walk around Central Park in Santa Clarita. And um, so that was part of the Vibe Committee. But then mm-hmm. we also do little gifts to kind of excite the the you know you come to work and it's saint patrick's day and you have a little pot of gold sitting on your desk or mm-hmm. um you know it's easter so we did an egg hunt kind of uh, raffle prizes and so i'm <coughs> the person at home who's shopping for all the right. the things and putting the tags on and putting ribbons on and make it look, mm. look cute and then that kind of stuff so that's the vibe committee so it it you know when we do retreats we do baskets for everyone who attends and and then I go shopping and put them together and make sure they get to the location and that kind of stuff. So that, mm-hmm. there's that. And then you know, whatever whatever they need help with yeah. showing up. So giving back, TriSource, does it have nonprofits that you support? Yes. Um, you know, part of the humanitarian, um, you know, initiatives that we have, giving back, contributing uh, to humanity is so important, uh, you know, locally here in Southern California, but also all the centers that we're um, involved in uh, a couple of them uh, that highlight we uh, are focused on the Children's Hunger Fund. Uh, we've done a, a couple of really nice volunteer uh, activities where we've uh, the team has donated time to box uh, box up food. Um, is that in California or throughout the? It's all over the world, but there is a, a location in Southern California where um, we donated the time and then some also. Um, you know, some money as well to be able to help direct towards initiatives they have. If you want to talk about it, yeah, single mothers of America. Yeah, there's a single mothers outreach, outreach that we've uh, donated to, and and wanted to help with um, with some clothes, and mm-hmm. we did that kind of stuff. Um, and then just some of the local programs, like some of the local high schools, and um, yeah, we're big into supporting the the mm-hmm. high schools that are around us. Uh, uh, we also do. Um, uh, like Wendy mentioned earlier, the Relay for Life through uh, the Cancer mm-hmm. um, Society, which was uh, a big event this last weekend. This was last weekend, yeah. But we're always open. We do uh, uh, some uh, efforts. We have a client that actually is a veteran uh, mm-hmm. as well and um, really uh, looking to identify ways to get involved in some of the veteran activities. We have um, a program for here in uh, our domestic center at TriSource, our corporate headquarters where we've aligned with the VA to be able to offer um, uh, positions and jobs uh, mm-hmm. based on skill sets from, mm-hmm. you know, exiting the military. So that's really something close. So really try to find ways to, you know, um, be involved, um, that the things that are meaningful 
that are important mm -hmm. uh, um, and, and make an impact on the community. Yeah, I think we, we've seen that when we got here when you were mentioning the children's <laughs> hunger thing about the, uh, the the area we were in do the during school vacations they they give out the food mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. school some sometimes the only food that a child gets right. and, mm -hmm. which is you know in 2023 a super scary thought to think that, mm -hmm. that that's that's sure. happening with the amount of food that there is in this country yeah. mm -hmm. um really scary and humbling thought really but that's amazing causes yeah, yeah well done mm -hmm. i think one of the things um it's great listening to your story and, and alana i can relate to as well is we, we get a lot of people will see from the outside, oh, you're lucky. Oh, you're very lucky. It's like, we don't, London, like the word lucky, it's blessed. Mm -hmm. and, you know, you make your own luck. People don't see, and we've only heard a, a small bit, you don't see the hard work and the effort or the sacrifice mm -hmm. that's gone in for you to be in, in that position. And so that's what I love about this podcast is that people think, oh, very successful businesses, no, very successful people. But no, it takes takes a lot of hard work. Um, but the key one I'm getting from a lot of it is, is communication. And mm -hmm. You actually both, you know, agreeing to what you're going to do for you to move forward as a, as, as a family, as a couple. Like we now as a family, I say as a family because it involves all five, is we won't do anything unless it's been given the, the tick from all five. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We never used to do that, did we? And we I didn't, used to we? work a lot and then start seeing the effect it was having at home. So... Yeah, it's all I about think the communication side of it is so important, even down to our, our younger ones now, because daddy's always worked away. So yeah, Molly's yeah. used to it and Molly's completely, well, not fine with it, but she's now used to daddy being away, whereas Tommy's now saying, I don't want daddy to go away, which right. is now giving mm. Dean a bit of a different, a different mm -hmm. question to how he's doing it. But yeah, communication is everything. Absolutely. And normally your last question, what is... Yeah, so, um, well, thank you so much anyway yeah. to start with. But I, I always just like to know, because I like to know this, so I'm going to ask each individually, but what is your, <clears throat> Wendy, what is your purpose? In life, in, in life. general, yeah. in life. Wow, I think my purpose changes every few years. I think um, before having kids, I... I was very focused on helping kids in the foster care system, kids in a group homes. Um, for me, it wasn't about the money I was making, which is why I picked the career that I picked. Um, I really felt, and I still feel, that those kids need more. Mm -hmm. They need more than what they're being given in, in this country and maybe in any country. Um, and I think I may circle back around to that you know, now that we keep saying, well, you're going to be an empty nester, what are you going to do? And that's something that's always been in the back of my mind. And I think it may be something I circle back around to and volunteer at and throw myself into a little bit more. Um, and then once you have kids, I think your purpose becomes to be a mom. For mm -hmm. me, that was it. And making sure um, my best friend and I joke all the time that we're not raising assholes. <laughs> and that's really, that's really like the bottom line. You don't want to send you know an a-hole out into the world yeah you want to send out a good person that you really try to raise the right way you right. know so that they're not just thinking about themselves and they're polite and they're well-mannered and they're here to look for look out for what's best for society and not just all about me mm -hmm. um and and then at the root of all of that it's you know 
being a good a good team, being mm-hmm. a good team with Matt and being a good wife and being able to say, okay, I've supported, he's supported me back. We've shown this to our kids. So therefore that's part of raising good people. They're going to know how to be a good husband. They're going to know how to be a good wife to whoever, if that's what they're going to choose to be. Um, and, and my purpose will probably change Mm -hmm. now that I will be an empty nester at some point. And it may circle back Mm. to what my purpose was before I had kids, which is, um, I, social services is something that's, that's really deep in my heart. Um, Mm. and I, I probably will circle back around to that. Awesome. Yeah. What's my purpose? What's your purpose? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, I want to continue to, um, you know, see the, um, the, the ground, the, the track that we've laid for our kids mm-hmm. to see how that, uh, unfolds as they take on their lives now as a young adults. And, and, uh, you know, I always look at, it's crazy. That's the one thing about getting older, right? Now you have enough time on your side where you can look back with some significance and go, God, 20 years ago, I was this age. And mm-hmm. so, you know, what my son is experiencing at 20 and my daughter at, at 17 I have very clear memories of, of those ages for myself. So uh, my purpose is to be able to, you know, um, be a, a support system for the family, for them in particular, got, you know, provide guidance, provide, uh, but, you know, sit back and enjoy and watch the ride. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's what I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to. That's the purpose that I have. And, you know, one of the major goals I remember telling young about being an entrepreneur is I said, I want us to be in a position to enjoy that time when it comes, mm-hmm. not to be struggling, right? Mm-hmm. Let's struggle now so that we can have that experience because to be able to look, um, you know, look at your kids and how they are are experiencing life is, you know, that's that's what it's all about to me, right? Um, certainly my purpose is to continue to build Trisource and be mm-hmm. a great husband and, and um, but, you know, um, I really believe that, uh, um, watching the product that we created uh, together right. is, is probably my greatest purpose right now. Right. Oh, you guys are amazing. Yeah, and I think, you know, subconsciously you <clears throat> talked about the track and your kids and watching them involved, but subconsciously you're already helping hundreds of other families mm-hmm. anyway mm-hmm. without actually realizing as well. So, And maybe but, at that time back then with the foster kids, it wasn't, but now you've had this experience of being a mom yourself and mm-hmm. doing other things what you're going to bring to it now is like mm-hmm. tenfold. Right. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. And it is, it's evolutions. Um, I, I was on a podcast the other day, we talked about evolutions, you know, when I was 17, 18, you know, that was one evolution. Mm-hmm. 10 years right. later, you know, mm-hmm. your purpose in life, your changes, changes yeah. with your situation, changes, you know, back then you may not be in a position to do what you can right. do now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, you can't really say you have one purpose, like it evolves mm-hmm. you know, with, with yourself. Uh, Matt, when mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming. Um, thank you. Very good first podcast, Wendy. Uh, amazing. Thank you. Yeah, and I'd like to, I'd like to say thank you as well for raising that question during that guest speaking one because that brought my attention to you. I was like, I wonder if that is Matt's wife. <laughs> <laughs> so give credit to the yeah, wife. I think that's, that's always. I, I like yeah. to hear it. I like no. to hear it because you hear a lot of people who don't. Yeah. Right. Who say the 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 wife who's at home with the kids has the easy job, mm-hmm. and and I, being the wife who stays home with the kids, I'm like that's not that's not true. No, no. that's not true. Yeah. There's a team. It's a team here. 
Yeah. And I think there's going to be a few, uh, quite a few listeners on here who probably in that situation in their life, they may have just met their partner and one of them has to sacrifice to the other. And, and it's not to, and to let them know it does work, comes mm-hmm. with communication. There's no resentment at the end. Mm-hmm. It is a team. Absolutely. It's a team effort. Um, you know, not one is just bringing in the money. You're both bringing in the money. Yes. Um, so. Yeah. No, but for me, thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate you guys so coming down. Thank and, you for uh, having us. Time flew by. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. Thank yeah. you.